You know, we can tell when you're not smiling, Pam. Why? You can hear it in your voice. <laughs> we can hear it. Damn, I'm extremely tired. I didn't sleep. I, really. So. Okay. It's my other. Hello, Allison. What's up, beautiful? Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> ah, trying to figure out where to go. I'm good. Good, good. How are I like, you? I'm good. I like the little wet, the 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 wet wavy curls you got going on there. Hopefully, it dries. Okay. And it's not a weave. Look at that. See, I never assumed that it was. See, see, <laughs> see how your friend talks about you. Facts, facts. <laughs> you know what, Karen? I, I want you to take your shoe off, and I want you to go outside and kick the biggest rock you can find. Okay. Oh, damn. Been there, done that. Not the most fun I've ever had. Do it again, repeatedly. Okay, so Allison, here's something. Uh, we're not using the video. We're not using yes, video. We will. Huh? Yes, we will. Go ahead. So let me let me hear this again. We we gonna be on camera? Hmm. Not officially, officially, but at some point, I think we should use some clips from this. Maybe yeah. as promotionals. Maybe yeah. as you know. No. Remember, remember the first episode. The um, thinking again. Who the hell was thinking? I know. You. No, I know. There's that face. Hello, Pamela. Good morning. How are you? How are you doing? You, uh, so yeah. The expression on your face was just as just as I imagined it was. <laughs> Stop messing with me. I have COVID. Stop messing with me. You gonna give it to him through the screen? <laughs> so, ladies, sir. I'm going to alright so I've already been recording just want to get you guys warmed up so I'm you know you guys talks amongst yourselves uh, as you when you feel comfortable enough to start you know what you want to um, discuss mm -hmm. or if you feel like you already have we have a finger up what's the finger up for the finger up is I, I know you guys know me for 9,456 years could we not refer to me as during this podcast okay I, I'll try my best. Oh my! Why? Why is that? Why is that? I mean, Why it's just that? habit. So, because is not for everybody. It's for close friends and family. Okay, so I'll tell you what. It might be fun. It, it might be fun to do this then, or it might be fun if if anybody does refer to a Cassandra as the name that shall not be mentioned. Perhaps, right. I'll, perhaps I'll do something funny and put a sound effect over it every time. Oh, but it'll be a different. It'll be a different sound effect. That's why Terrence is Terrence. So it won't Maybe be something Jamaican. Ooh, well, like what? What? What's a what's a good one? Like the Sting International, or like, <laughs> like a horn. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the sound curry goat makes? Oh my god! <laughs> so let me, let me let me do this. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it over to to Cassandra. And Thanks. you guys, you know, um, have fun. I'm a fly on the wall. I'm all, I'll only jump in when invited. So, uh, Cassandra, the floor is yours. Hey, this is your girl, Cassandra Sinclair, a.k.a. The Chef and Pearls, and I'm coming to you, showing you a new side of me. I'm a podcaster now. Welcome to In the Words Of. Uh, today, wait a minute, you don't even know what In the Words Of is or what it's supposed to be about. It's a podcast dedicated to the 40 and over crew, which I have probably been a part of for the last 10 years. Yeah, that's right. I'm about to be 50 in 2.2 seconds. If not, wait a minute. By the time this is aired, I should be 50. Anyway, 
Um, it's a podcast about being 40 and over from dating, marriage, raising kids, raising grandkids, having grandkids. You name it, we'll talk about it. We'll have special guests from uh, everywhere in all parts of the world and all that good stuff. But today, today I have two special guests. They mean the world to me. My friends of over 30 plus years, uh, Allison. Do you want me to do your full name or we just want to do it like Allison? You don't know. The, okay, they can't see you shrug your shoulder. I, I can see you. Do what you want. It's your podcast. I know that. And my other grouchy McGrouchy, Pamela. And we've been friends since New York. We've seen uh, lots of ups and downs, marriages ending, mar- new marriages beginning, uh, grandkids, uh, you name it. We've seen it all together. And so I'd like to welcome them to the show. Is this Thank where we you. Thank you. Hello, everyone. So um, just to give you guys a heads up, today's show is about turning 50. I'm actually excited about it. You know, so I'm curious to know, what do you guys think about getting ready to turn 50? And I know one of us got a really smart answer to that, but we're not going to, we're not even going to focus on her. Allison, what do you feel about getting ready to turn 50? I don't know. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like what I thought it was going to be. I thought 50 was super old when I was younger. Um, but my daughter reminds me I was born in the 1900s. So she makes me feel super old. Um, the late 1900s, the late, let's emphasize. Nope, she just goes to 1900s. Wow. And, and then today I was going to actually share with you guys a video of someone talking about like the 1990s as the 1900s as though it was so far away. Like I should have been in history class. Oh my God. I don't know if I'm ready to, to, to hear what's going on with that. Pam, what's your thoughts on get ready to be 50? And here, we know what it's going to start with. I'm not. <laughs> First of all, good afternoon. Second of all, um, I'm very excited. I am very excited. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad to have uh, made it this far. So, Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm ready for whatever it brings. So with that, Allison hit on it. You know, my curiosity is, do you think 50 is what it looks like now in 2020? Anything like what we thought it would have been? I know for me, it doesn't. I would, especially when I, I see you guys, I'm like, y'all aged well. Very well. Some of us better than others, but we're not going to go there. Um, does fifty look like what you think it you thought it would have looked like? No, I mean I'm surprised that I made it to fifty. You know, when you're a teenager, you just don't think you're going to live that long. And I think when I talk to you guys, like some of us were like, "We're going to live to be 21," or "We're going to live to be this." And I hear teenagers, okay, not you, um, <laughs> saying that. <laughs> I hear teenagers saying that now. Um, okay. sorry. They just think, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. You have to realize people don't know that I'm here. So you kind of refer to me, which is fine. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just making faces and stuff in the background. I can't help it, Terrence. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the show producer for today. Hopefully one day I can afford to have him on every show. Okay. <laughs> That's but, my, um, also my good friend of 30 plus years. God, I didn't realize I've known you that long, Terrence. But anyway, cool. yeah. yeah, yeah, I was there. 
Yeah. So what I was saying was, um, I don't know, 50, I just, in my mind had like really old, like I had a, a visual of like a broken down grandparent, I guess. And then when I worked in the stores, you know, at 55, you got the senior discount and you can join AARP at 50. So I just thought like, that was like old. And I remember the show, you remember that? You guys remember the show 30 something? And we were like, yeah. whoa. Um, they were old and now <laughs> 50, it doesn't seem like, I, I don't feel old. I don't feel like I need um, any assistive devices and things because of my age. <laughs> but, no, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, all those things that we were like, oh, that's just, you know, uh, I can remember, you know, making fun of my dad for like doing the whole, you know, Stuff, you know. Can't nobody see what you're doing because he couldn't see it well. No, well, shut up. <laughs> um, you know, like my father would take papers and bring them out. You know, bring them close to his face and go back out trying to focus his eyes. And now I'm like, I was just trying to look at the nutrition facts on something. I was like this, and Cheyenne was like, "Mommy, it says nine grams." I'm gonna punch her. <laughs> you know, so. But in a way, I guess I do use assisted devices because I'll I'll quickly turn on a magnifier on the phone. So that I can see uh, what it says. Wait, 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 wait. The fact that you just reminded me that we could do that, right? Right. I'm like, we can do that? I didn't even know. Uh, it, it, 50 is interesting. Um, especially, like you said, looking back at our parents and, and what they, what 50 looked like to us when they were 50. You know, right. which, uh, it's, it's pretty, I don't know. It's a lot of things. Yeah, that's me. How do you feel about turning 50? Yeah, well, you know, turning 50 for me was major because when I turned 40, I was looking forward to turning 50, which is kind of weird. But like I turned 40 and I was like, ooh, because I had an epiphany when I turned 40. A lot of things just all of a sudden became clear. It was headlights on me and a lot of things in my life became clear. Uh, I had understanding this stuff and the reality was I've, I felt like I didn't have to explain things anymore so it's like I used to have a habit of wanting to explain stuff away for certain people and I didn't want to do that anymore and a lot of things came to focus like I said for me so it's like if 40 is this man 50 is going to be amazing I can't wait and I, said, I can't I can't wait it's just um, yeah because in my mind Excuse the French, but 40 is when all the fucks have expired. And I think I'm down to like maybe three. So on my birthday, they're all gone. They're all gone. So no fucks left. I don't care about It's not that I don't care, but it's that the things that I thought were important won't be as important anymore. So, so in the next three days, you're just giving away all the last remaining... Mm -hmm. I might just put them in the envelope and I'll mail it to you if you'd like. Oh. <laughs> if you I took that to mean something completely different. <laughs> oh. oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> no, but that's just me. Sorry. So here's, here's an interesting concept. Like we're in a new millennium, right? We're in the 2000s scene as we grew up in the 1900s. <laughs> um, do you think you prefer turning 50 in this day and age? Or is it something that you could have seen yourself or would have preferred seeing yourself doing 
back in the 1900s, whether it was 1970s, 80s, 90s, whatever decade you wanted to pick. Because that would have mean that that would mean for me that I would have had life experiences and yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. I think that I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Um, I, I even as you were asking the question, I'm thinking now nah, because 50 back then is not the 50 we see now. You know, lately, I would say probably in the past five to 10 years, it's always been about, you know, 40 is the new 20. We are approaching this age as a collective group of people in a total different way than our moms or even older siblings, cousins, whatever approach this age. It was seen more as, okay, I'm almost at retirement. Well, we like, let's we about to hit the road. We about to travel. We about to, you know, go here and party. Like, we don't see it the same way. So, nah, I'm good. Good right here. Right here. Yeah, I, think, I think now is better because, I mean, antibiotics just came about in the 50s. I just found that out yesterday. And, you know, so we're living, we're even living longer. I mean, 50 back in the in the 1900s, early 1900s for my child, um, was closer to the end of your life. You know, like it was, it was over. And, you know, now like Pam was saying, your life expectancy is just longer on a whole. And things that my mother was probably trying to accomplish when she was 50 was just, um, you know, settling on down, getting ready for her garden and things like that. And, I want to travel. I want to do things. But also, I think that's because um, my parents didn't have a long life expectancy. So when I think about 50, if I thought about it in terms of their life, I've only got like 11 more years. And I don't feel uh, that way. 11, yeah, I'm glad we're not turning um, 50 in a different <laughs> decade, different millennia. Because what you're saying, the life expectancy does change. Um, yeah, no. Turning 50. In this millennia, hey, I am starting a podcast at 50. Do you think that was something that, you know, my mom, well, no, I know my mom would never have thought about doing a podcast, but, or my dad, for that matter, just, this is a whole new thing. You, sometimes you chalk things up to, oh, that's for the young people. Well, how I'm still the young people. I'm still the young people, so... But I also think that um, 50, when my, when my mom was her age, she did not have available, even as a nurse, like the, the information to resources that we have, because a lot of times growing up in that age, they weren't even talking to each other. Like, you know, your girlfriend, you still didn't talk about things that are affecting us, like the random hairs, um, perimenopause, menopause, um, <laughs> Things that are changing in our bodies that now times have changed and we're talking about them. Like other women are like, there's a woman I follow called the bad, the vagina whisperer, you know, like you learn things. <laughs> Did you see Taurus's face? Like, Let me <laughs> the, the vagina whisperer. I thought I saw that movie. Sorry. So here's the question. Sure. You know what? So, so for Allison and Pam, uh, with your friendship with, with Cassandra over the past 30 years, 30 plus years yeah um, because it's longer than 30 am i, yeah. am I correct okay I, mean, I did the calculations and i think we're at like 34 35 i'd be about 87 yeah 87. so yeah yeah it's way way back way way back it's before i whoa, got whoa, whoa. sorry okay kidding so um <laughs> over the last 30 years what's the differences you've noticed in in <laughs> sorry cassandra 
over the last 30 years, be then and now? Go, Did you send your teach now? No, I'm just like, I'm sitting here thinking, and she's like, oh, I'm a minute. Um, I think the major difference is just growth. Um, there used to be a time where very close just with, with information about herself. And I don't know if that was just a self-protective thing, but now she's a lot more open. She's a lot more willing to discuss sensitive topics to a limit. But, um, you know, she, she's definitely not the same 15-year-old, 14, 15-year-old I met back then. She, she is not as, um, definitely not as trusting, but that's just an age and wisdom kind of thing, you know. Um, she still want to make friends all the damn time. But you know what? <laughs> um, just I can see the growth in her personal relationships as well. Um, yeah, and I think being a mother and now a grandmother definitely gives you a, a level of of um, I don't know. I can't use the, the word patience comes to mind, but then I'm like, oh, my girl, <laughs> she don't. <laughs> um, Exit stage left when I need to on on immediate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I a level of understanding that um, you got it. You got at some point just let them go and hope that they make good choices. Especially you know the adult kids. You know once they get to that stage, just a little bit more like you know. I think I hold on a little bit longer than she does, but at the end of the day, you got to let them go. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I think remain consistent. Like since the day I met her, um, when I I'm just going to fight when, each and every one of y'all. I'm going to fight y'all, and y'all don't want to fight y'all. What I think I what what has always amazed me, and I've been proud of knowing, is that she always embraced who she was, and whether it was just always on the at least on the outside for other people to be like, "Here I am, take me as I am." And I remember, um, you know. Pam was a was a booster, was a tiny little thing. And like our friend group like ranged in sizes, right? And didn't care what people thought about her size. She's always embraced it, like, take this. I remember her mom getting her custom-made dresses, you know, not she didn't have to change on the outside. And then so when the 90s, with the late 90s, well, the not even that time, like she's had models, plus size modeling groups and she's pushed other people to embrace who they are at whatever size like love yourself like if nobody else is going to love you love yourself and that's i think that's always been consistent that's definitely true um i also would like to bring the audience in on a, a running gag that's happening cassandra does not want you to know her nickname and so every time it's been said you've heard a weird noise that's because she does not want you to know that we call her there, it happened again. It's a pet name. <laughs> first, first, first and foremost, so that everybody understands, it is a name that's endearment and it's only allowed for close friends and family. Everybody does not get the opportunity to call me that. That's me being upset, <clears throat> which I'll keep doing this. I hate Terrence, I swear to God, I don't. Anyway, so. You know what I just noticed, and and forgive me for intruding on you and on girls talk, but all three of y'all caribs. 
<laughs> all trio, y'all. All of us. But we're all different Caribbean. They're different. That's why I said Caribs, not Jamaican. I understand the difference. They're, they're like um, Pam, Allison, what, your, your ethnic backgrounds? My dad is from Belize, Central America. Your mom? My mother's American. She's born and raised in the low country of South Carolina. Basically the Caribbean. Um, my, parents were, <laughs> my parents were Jamaican, and then I was born in England and raised in Brooklyn in Flatbush, so still Jamaican. Yeah, there's there's this thing I, I I've I've told Cassandra about, and I I think I've told Allison about, and she's um denied it. it did not happen. We all went to school together. It's the same I got Oh my God! Not the queen! Not the queen! She showed me pictures of the queen as we rode the bus. She had a book. Did not happen. It did so happen. It was it the Q seven. Did you not ride the Q seven to uh to August Martin? All of that is true, except for the okay. okay so uh, yeah, right. Okay, no. I Every didn't, time Terry tells me this, I'm like, I think he might have been high. Did you used to smoke when you were in high school? Never, <laughs> never. Because I just it's sound, it sounds weird to me. See, Pam, does it sound weird to you? Just, I'm still looking at him for that little revelation just now. Never, never. I've never. What do you, what do you think? I what? I I'm a smoker. I never. I haven't. T- I didn't touch weed until I was well into uh, adulthood. So you would just uh, drink. Okay. That's I, didn't drink, I didn't drink alcohol either. <laughs> I experimented with uh, what wine alcohol cooler. maybe once. Wine coolers, was, I was late on that too, but I, I wasn't drinking or smoking in high school. I wasn't one of them kids. That wasn't me. You look that like one of them kids. No, no, he is right. No, he was all about um, the music. earth and the mathematics. I have to remember who I'm talking about. Yes. Yes, yeah, try I, to convert I, I, me. I hung with. Right, stop it! I hung with five percenters. I never was a five percenter though. It's not a good game, sir. Were you too much? Were you more like ten percent? You couldn't have been five percent. No, I never because my because the the i the ideals that they you know I discussed with them contradicted my Christian um my my Christian background. Gotcha. So you know Ooh, I you better be glad they were self back then, bro. They what? I'm, no, Pardon. I never. They, I. I I had plenty of friends that were were in the in that chosen <laughs> belief pattern. Anywho, anywho, let's circle back around to why we're here. It's not the Terrence is traveling down memory lane. No, she, uh, brought, she, she brought that up. I just wanted to front uh, Allison on her queen love of the I queen. I did not. I still, to this day, think that you were disillusioned with that one, but whatever. Yeah, I just ganging up on me. That's fine. I can understand if I had a cell phone at that time and would have whipped out like some pictures, but like to carry around a book. Oh look at look at the queen! Look she at the show, queen. She showed up, showed it to me. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Look, I mean, we, we're sitting here, we're having fond memories of high school, and and you know, we often talk about if we could go back. First and foremost, if you could, would you? What time frame would you want to go back to? And is there anything that you would change? Don't everybody answer at once. I mean, now. sometimes in my imagination, I might do that, but then I realized that it would ripple effect and affect everything now. So then it would take it might take away from experiences that I've had now. Um, I remember like Cassandra um, used to always say that she didn't <laughs> have any regrets. She just used everything as a learning experience. 
And later, um, Mandela has a famous quote like that. You know, you always, it's an opportunity to learn. And so sometimes I used to wish to rewrite history, like go back to high school and not cut class and um Man, we had fun cutting class. What you, I'm sorry. What and I mean, I had fun cutting class. And go to a better school or, you know, um, a better college. But in reality, like all of the things that happened to me and even the things that um, might have been like things that I wish I could change, they would have negatively affected me. And again, like um, I remember like all the, all the hard times have always been there with me. Cassandra. Thank this you. is so hard. This is so I'm, hard. Yeah, I'm going to send you an invoice now for that. <laughs> Pamela? Um, there's only one thing that I, I, if I could say I could go back. Um, I just wish I could have got a full ride to college. That's the only thing because student loans are, that's it. That's the only thing I would have changed. I would have still hoped, hopefully have gone to the snow, you know, with the full ride. I don't know how that would have worked, but that's See, my just what Allison was saying. <clears throat> that one change would have changed a lot of things. Yeah, but it would have also put me in a position financially better than where I was at that point, you know? Yeah. And so, what if yeah. the president would just do his job? Baby. We're not at, we're not doing, <laughs> no, no politics. No politics, no politics, no religion, can't do that. Now, we are going to touch on some politics because um, in recent days, uh, we've had, um, the Roe v. Wade overturned, and mm -hmm. you would think at 50 that it doesn't affect us, but it does. Um, and I'm, I'm going to speak on this, and then you guys can chime in. Um, I'm, I'm the single one out of the group right now, and as 50 and dating, um, I've always been cautious. I'm about safe sex, whatever the case may be, but my plumbing all still works. Everything is still there. Nothing is tied. I, you know, I told y'all my wish for my birthday was that God would just just hit that button so menopause would kick in immediately, but I don't see that happening. But it's I look at it differently now. Like if I become involved with somebody, I have to keep in mind that I can still get pregnant. And at fifty, I don't have Janet Jackson or Naomi Campbell money. Um, you know, I'm not giving birth to anything. So Roe v. Roe being turned overturned is um it, it 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 looks different through my eyes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, um, and we also have daughters. <coughs> that I is have well. four. You have a daughter. Allison has two plus three granddaughters. Well, well, right, three granddaughters. Three um, granddaughters and two daughters. It's a lot. It's a lot because I worry their safety. Let's not forget them. Yes, you have stepdaughters too, right? So for me something of this nature, even though my plumbing is completely gone, you know, tossed away in the trash kind of thing. Um, it, it really, it really, I'm so sad for them. I'm so angry for them because this is not something that I thought we would still be having to deal with at this point in the game. You know, I, there was always this, these, these little, you know, oh, you know, maybe that will happen. I honestly didn't think it would. I thought that the, the powers that be in terms of protecting reproductive rights would, would, would maintain. But here we are. But I mean, this morning, it's not just um, Roe v. Wade, like, like being able to access um, abortions. Now they're talking about some of the medications that can be stopped 
And some of, and like one of the big ones to see was like the rheumatoid arthritis drug, like the autoimmune drugs that they've used um, for abortions, but it's used to stop people's autoimmune response to rheumatoid arthritis. So depending on how the doctor feels you might be using it, you know, that might affect, it affects so many other things. And It'll like, become a controlled talk, substance more than likely, you know? And like talking to our daughters um, about these things is just, you know, it. I never thought I'd have to have this conversation, you know, that make, makes it feel like the, um, what's the show on Hulu? I don't know. You tell us. The Handmaid's Tale. There you go. Thanks, Pam. See if I actually watched You're a reader, Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sower. You know, but carry on. Pam, we can go with Pam. <laughs> what I was getting what I was getting ready to say is that yes, <clears throat> um, it looks different for us to talk to the girls now. Um yeah. talking sexual education and and such. And and it's it's hard to have to say that someone has more autonomy over your body than you do um and and how do we how do we broach that how do we sit down because it's not just our girls i know we interact with other young ladies you know how do we be that support system how can we you know make this because god forbid we don't want anyone that we know that's in a situation because they don't take into consideration the fact that rapes happen you know molestation happens, all these different things that is not a woman also giving the rights to, you know, this is someone else again, taking over their body. How do we sit down in that and help them through? Can we, do we decide to, is this something that we just dump off and be like, hey, chuck it up. They said you can't do it, so good luck. And that's where, that's where it um, becomes so dicey. Because like you said, you know, um, there are kids out here in this world who are going through things, unmanageable things, young ladies who have been dealing with things. I, you know, I, I keep coming across stories lately of just familial things that are beyond my scope, you know, and being 50 and, and for the last however many years, not only being an advocate for my kids, but for other kids through the school system. And, you know, living here in Florida, um, it's, it's very hard to navigate how this is going to look going forward. Um, I, you know, I just, I don't, I really don't know what I would do if someone was in a position where this, this had to be a question. We had to figure out a solution. I mean, um, there's, the, you know, all these threats. If you take somebody across the, the state lines, what is that going to look like? You know, if you do this, even if it's, you know, if it's not your kid, how does that work? Do you tell their parent? It's, it's all the things. Do you just support them through every, you know, it, you have to be mindful of, okay, I can help somebody, but I also have to think, how is that going to impact my family if for some reason it becomes a criminal thing? To interject before Allison responds, I want to say that I, I was uh, watching a TikTok where this young lady was talking about when she was in, a black woman, when she was in um, college, law school to be exact, and um, her professor asked a question. Um, it was a reproductive law uh, class, and she gave the scenario, receptionist, 
uh, your partner, you come in, you see the receptionist, she's crying, unhappy, and you're like, hey, what's going on? And she's just like, you know, she's been dealing with one of their upscale, you know, larger clients um, sexually, and she's now pregnant. And this was during the 50s, 50s, 60s. So, of course, abortion was illegal then. You know, what do you do? Do you, because you are who you are and you have the connections that you have, do you take her uh, to where you know to be the um, <clears throat> abortion can happen? Do you pay for it, take her there? And so this young lady, she said half the class, white women, raised her hand, was like, I'd do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. And so then she raised her hand and she was just like, question, am I black or white during this? this um situation and, and the teacher was like what does that have to do with anything she says it has a lot to do with it because most more than anything with at that time they're dealing with the civil rights movement and she's like i'm black i'm trying to help i gotta help my people me being in a situation where i have connections that can help situations do i jeopardize that to help the receptionist because mm -hmm. i need to be in a space where i can help my community so it took on a whole new uh, meaning, a whole new depth in that conversation. But I just thought it was interesting and wanted to share with you guys. Absolutely facts. Like, again, living here in Florida, the law doesn't apply the same way. Um, if I was up north, I don't even think this would be a discussion I would be having in this context. But I always have to be mindful that the law does not apply the same here as it would for certain groups of people here. There are, there are, you know, I live in South Florida. There's a lot of people with a lot of money down here who could do such things, go to other countries, do that. You know, we, we have a lot of disenfranchised people here who do not have that ability. So these are some of the things that I bring up when I'm in, you know, certain types of settings, when I'm in the school board meetings, when I'm in different types of advocacy meetings. You know, it's not just about this particular thing, but like, like Allison said, who protects somebody who already has limited access to medication, such as someone who's on Medicaid or, uh, you know, whatever, and can't get their medicine now because it's been connected to reproductive rights or a lack of reproductive rights. So these are some of the things that the topics that I'm so glad that you guys are bringing up because I never would have known about that. So that's something else I can add and, and start to have a discussion about because if we're going to protect try to protect what we can, what's still on the books, then these are some of the topics that need to be discussed. And again, this goes back to being 50. Age, experience, and time brings you to a place where you can. I find myself a lot of times, like I'm in a book club and there's a lot of, I want to say younger, but like 10 years younger than me people. And when I'm talking to them and they're talking about, you know, dating is trash, but it's this, and you know, the fact that, you know, it's so hard and I'm like, I don't envy you guys, your dating life. However, these are just some of like, we'll be talking about things and I can use my own experience and the experience of my, my friend group to say, hey, this is some of the lessons we've learned. These are some of the things that we've been able to navigate. So maybe this may not be timely, but the lesson, you know, dating now is not dating when we were dating. All we no. have is a phone. No, I mean... And also, as, as, as a person that's dated, yeah, it's not the same. I, I, I don't get this whole, you got to be so extravagant on a date. I am the queen of a cheap date. Like in a sense of, 
when we don't have money, like back in the day, we're going to go to the botanical gardens. We're going to walk. We're going to go to all the free spots and walk and have an experience, especially living in the city and, you know, living in New York. We don't have an experience. We're not going to be out here, you know, spending 250 minimum doing something like just going to the movies. What? Man, movies. I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to go to the matinee. We're going to bring some food in. You know what I'm saying? Like, these, this expectation of, the date has to be on this level because you want to put it on the gram or on TikTok. I, I, that part, I can't help you navigate. But the inner work, you know, the relationship work, the communication and all that, that's the stuff I try to impart because I, I, don't, I don't live that, you know, that's hard. But I think that's with everything. Like even when, I mean, when I look at now when you see jobs, kids are coming out of college and they're getting 70, 80, $90,000 and they might not have to go to college. They can do coding. They can do a, a certification course. Now we're going back to the hand, some of the hands-on jobs, the plumbers, the, you know, you get an apprenticeship and you can make That's way more money. I've been working since I was what 12 and then in the, in social services since 97. And I still don't make what my son jumped out of school making. Wow. Same. Tati's out here making so many. She big baller. Yeah, life is, I mean, but at the same time, I'm happy that this generation is kind of saying this is what we're worth and what we're valued. So if my son goes out on a date with a girl who is like, she doesn't want to go to the movies or the matinees, then maybe that's not the girl for you if that's the thing that you value. You know, fine, be upfront. That's your truth, but that might not be his truth you know you guys should there should be a balance there should be times when you get to have the expensive things and there should be times when you guys can go to the botanical gardens and see the the free things i think it has to be a balance because do i want do i want to hear that every time she went out on a date now that he took her somewhere um free that he never has to like pay for food or he doesn't you know like i'd be like what's up with him we had a different age too you know but yeah i get yeah go ahead yeah like i mean just saying using because she's the one that's single right now so like if she if the guy is like well let's go to the beach and then but we're not staying we're just you know we're going to the beach and then the next week they're going to the botanical garden and the next week they're going to the museum it's never for dinner and it's never anything i'd be like okay like he broke like he had a mom but he lived with his mama. Like we we need we need we need questions here, right? Um, that's time. He's putting in time. Not that there's anything wrong with living with the mama. There's but, nothing wrong with putting in time. I get there's it. nothing wrong with putting in time. Is it kind of where he lives? <laughs> Does he stay right. in front of the museum? Like, a little bit too close to the gardeners. Like, hmm. um, I, I, I know I've, I've shared it with you guys before because. Just to let you guys know, this this podcast is just a morning conversation that we have. We talk about uh, we talk just about every morning, and on video chat, we talk about everything. So this is just an insight into our conversations. But on that note as well, um, dating for me, I'm first date is you get away with murder. It's we can have coffee. My thought process is. Coffee is short. Let's get this coffee. If I don't like you, <laughs> I'm done it's with just the coffee. coffee. 
Right. I don't have to sit through a whole meal. I don't have to do any of that. Um, and if we do, we want a strong coffee. <laughs> do like <laughs> if I do like you then we can push forward we can say hey you want to go catch lunch or you know maybe tomorrow we could catch up but coffee is easy for me right coffee is easy for me so yeah but Question. well I was thinking about something back in the day it was harder to be catfished right and it was oh. harder for people to find out like that you were faking it till you make it. Now people throw you in Google and, you know, take your picture and drop it into Google to see if you're not a, you know, mad person. If you're talking on the phone for a very long time and you, you can never get the video to work and those things didn't matter <laughs> before. I remember in high school, you know, we, like some of us were three-way, like, you know, whoever was fancy and had the good phones, like we were three-way. And I remember when the person who's not on video, supposedly officially, when he would get mad, he would just say, oh, you want to speak to my cousin Tone? And it would click and there would be a tone. And <laughs> you can't even hang up now. Wow. Good times, Tone. You can't even. You push that end button, it does not have the same effect. It's it right. Not the same effect. That's just, why you. That's why you slam your cell phone around a little bit just to get that same effect. Uh, uh, okay. okay. And then hit end. It's not the same. That that hang up. <laughs> that hang up is up crucial. <laughs> it is crucial. It is. Ta-dum! Yeah, just. just yeah. Did he just hang? Uh, yeah. Even worse is when you know you call and then the mothers hang up on you like that. Right yeah. now, we're not do. Were we going to? Um. Wait, wait. There so, was some shade in that. What was that? So what we're going to talk about? No, 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 no. What the hell was Let's that? Let's circle back. Let's, Let's circle go back, back now uh, to, uh, in the words of Pam. Let's circle back. <laughs> what the hell was that? I love uh, your mama. Get it off this one, didn't he? I love your mama. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I do, too. <laughs> She didn't give a damn about you, though. He, he, he did not. Did not. She, she didn't give a damn about nobody. She, no, not not she nobody. Liked me. She liked me. Just just barely, maybe. Hey, I don't care if it was just barely. She liked me. She, she liked you because we were in Dayton. Well, yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> okay. All right. So there's a there's there's another cat out the back. Pam and I actually dated back in the day. Um, a long day. It was a long, a long day. I, you know, um, <laughs> and uh, it was back just, in the nineteen hundreds. In the nineteen hundreds, right. sometimes early nineteen hundreds. In in the innocent in the innocent Pam days. Um, yeah, Pam and I we're not turning this oh, into the Pam and Terry show. We're not turning this into the Pam and Terry show. Let's <laughs> let, let the host of the podcast tell you we're not turning this into the Terrence and Pam show. What y'all, did I say? No, when I get, because I got look, when we end this, y'all can start your own podcast about remembering. Wow. In the words of Cassandra, no. Okay. Let's just say I never saw any Pam cookies. Okay, you may continue. Oh, Terrence. Ter- you Levante. have to delete that out podcast, sir. Terrence Levante. If you don't delete that out of the pockets, I will. Kelly, come get your man. Yeah. Why don't I have tea? But anyway, back to being 50 in 2022. Oh, so when you're dating, how do the stages, the bases go? When you're, when you're 50, when you're almost 50. Is it the same? Uh, Wait, are we talking about dating now? 
Like, yes, they, 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 Cause they you know, are those stages like you know, like yeah. this coffee, I'm already like I've moved on. Do they? No, 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 no. Pause. Do they not see the What? What's first base when you're over fifty? We're like close to fifty. What's first base? Well, no, I didn't know what first base was when I was younger. So, do you see the cookies? Do you not see the cookies? Apparently, you know everything. Everything is based off of you. Like this one, y'all ready? It's based off of energies. And if you give me the right energy, you might you might see a chip out of the cookie. <laughs> and then you may not even see cookies. The, Are we actually you not even see the bakery shells, depending on you know what you're giving me, you know. So it's all after the coffee. No, I ain't never no. Oh, I did it after dinner. Oh, coffee and cookies. Uh oh. <laughs> No, I know I had coffee and cookies. Uh, no. Yes. Milk and cookies? <laughs> well, you know, hey, I'm going to tell you guys this. Is that a titty joke? I'm sorry. No, She's no. playing with the shirt so much. Like, oh, my God. Nervous. Y'all not going to let me get out what I need to get out because this is apparently y'all podcast now. I'm just here. Bye. I had honestly decided, you know, once I canceled dinner for, you know, my birthday and I decided that I would be having dinner by myself, you know, like this, it just came to me that I am going to meet my, my man on Wednesday. I don't know who he is, but for whatever reason that has been sitting in my spirit that I'm going to meet my forever on Wednesday. So pray for me, y'all. What we wearing? Huh? Uh-uh. I was like, so what are we wearing? If we're gonna meet up forever, the outfit has to be fantabulous. I'm just saying. Girl, yes. we'll, we'll discuss. We'll it's discuss. this wonderful outfit that you guys will see. I'll take pictures. And the then go to the botanical gardens, the museum. You know what? This is why. This is why. Oh my god. You know I what? I've decided. No, I've decided it is time to wrap the show up because we will go on tangents forever on here and people will be like, she has no control over her podcast. Don't think I want to tune back in and we don't want that. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for being a part of this inaugural show for me. Um, it's it's important to me and um, you guys are important people, Terrence included, um, to me. So having you play a part was, is is uh, a big deal for me. So thank you. Thank you, Pamela. Thank you, Allison. Definitely thank you, Terrence. Um, at this part, um, I know you guys are involved in different things. I don't know if you want to share your social media handles so people can follow you. For those of you that don't know, at the top of the show, I introduced myself as Cassandra Sinclair, aka The Chef and Pearls. You can follow me on all social media at The Chef and Pearls. Pamela, would you like to share? Because I know you're doing the whole reading books. Oh, um, yeah, I am an avid reader. Back to being an avid reader. So feel free to follow me on IG, QP underscore reads. Do you want to tell them what QP reads mean? <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead, Allison. <laughs> oh, you no, don't no, you don't even want to tell them what you do in real life? <laughs> okay, so we're going to move I, on to well, yeah, I'm a therapist. I'm actually in my part-time office right now. Um, I'm a mental health therapist, licensed clinical mental health counselor in the state of North Carolina. But 
Um, last week, our legislature just signed, well, pushed through a bill so that we can join a compact where we'll be able to practice in 10 other states. So hopefully the governor will sign nice. it this week. So, so if, I, if, I, if I argue with you now, right, we wouldn't be friends anymore. Would I be able to sign up and have you as my therapist? Absolutely. No. Oh, yeah, I tried. We, have, we, we have a history. Thank you. Still want you to be my therapist. T-Storm, would you like to share your um, your social media handles so folks can follow you and see what you're up to? Oh, uh, sure. Which, uh, excuse me, with your little DJ thing. First of all, you, you address me as King T-Storm, okay? I'm at the real T-Storm um, or, or King Maker. Either way, it'd be absolutely correct um, at The Real T-Storm on all socials or at therealtstorm.com. And I want to extend just a happy birthday to you, let you know I love you so much. Thank um, you. All of you guys, actually, we don't talk as much as Cassandra and, and, and I, but you guys are always in my thoughts and I always ask about you. He does. Um, uh, except Except for Pam, because her face is not really you know, doing. She's, you, you can't really see her, but she has the the stink West Indian Caribbean look. Yeah, that's not, I'm messing. I'm, I'm, I'm messing. I'm messing with you, Pam. But now all of you guys, I'm very proud of you. Very proud of you guys. Very um, uh, impressed with you know what everyone has done with themselves, and you know that you continue to um, be so connected and and close to one another. That is. That is very impressive and very important in these days. Um, I don't really, I have very few long time, 30 plus year friends. Actually, I have a couple, I have a, there's a group of people that I, I went to junior high school with that I keep in contact with, but not as, as much, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just the fact that you guys stay connected through, you know, through distance, you guys are in three different states, you know what I'm saying? That is, and you go on trips together and, and stuff like that. It's it's very 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 cool. So uh, just wanted to extend. And that I'm in. sad that we're ending before we talked about the hair thing because Terrence had brought it up at the beginning, and my friends are always getting on me about embracing the gray. So I, I hope that that's going to be a future podcast because the reason I was running late because I was busy dyeing the gray, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is why the hair was wet. <laughs> Oh, yes, I saw it. Uh, hey, I want everybody to go forward and make wonderful memories. This is your girl Cassandra, aka the Chef and Pearls. Thank you for tuning in to, in the words of, look forward to seeing you on the next podcast, or rather, you hearing me on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs>